Hello, thank you again for joining us. It is Neighbors in Need, and in the studio with me today is Lita King, the Scam Prevention Coordinator at Lifespan. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. This is a very, very important topic. Um, You conduct educational presentations all the time for older adults, caregivers, and professionals. How to protect yourself, right? Absolutely. So so basically, first of all, Lifespan is a not-for-profit organization. Mm -hmm. um, that works with older adults. Um, We have 30 direct service programs. So I recommend for older adults, if you have a question or a need, reach out to us. If we don't provide the service, we most certainly can make a referral for you or give you the information. You know what is so remarkable? Everybody who comes in for this program, oftentimes they refer back to you guys guys have a lot of work on your hands. We certainly do. And we cover a wide area. My program, the scam prevention um, program covers 11 counties. Wow. So I not only go out in the community and do the educational presentations, but I also work one-on-one with victims. So if an older adult has been the victim of a scam, identity theft, fraud, I can actually go right to their home and help them through the entire process. Okay. So it's good to know that Lifespan is a good place to start. It most certainly is. Okay. So now let's uh, zero in our focus on the scam prevention What do we need to know? What do your educational presentations focus on? What are you seeing a lot of nowadays? Well, the focus really is what to look out for, Okay, red flags to be aware of, and, and I try to provide some tips. Okay. So first of all, if somebody contacts you, whether it be via the telephone or the computer, and it's unsolicited, and they're asking you for personal, personal information of any type, mm-hmm. be very cautious, be very leery of that. So if you've made a phone call or you've, you're have you on the computer and you type in the information, you can feel a little more comfortable mm-hmm. because you know who you are calling. But anytime it's unsolicited, also, if somebody is asking for your social security number, your mother's maiden name, you have every right to ask why they need that information and what they're going to use it for. It's alarming because... It sounds so obvious. I just got a call just last week. It went to voicemail because I wasn't familiar with the number, so I let it go to voicemail. And the voicemail was, you have to reach out to us ASAP. Otherwise, we're going to have the police show up at your... It sounds so crazy and, and all made up, but people fall prey to that. People fall prey to this more than we know. Um, these these scammers and these identity thieves are very crafty, okay. and they use hooks, if you will, to trick us into giving them information, such as fear. They want to scare you. So you, you get that telephone call, and somebody is claiming to be from the IRS or the U.S. Treasury, and they say you owe back taxes, and mm-hmm. if you don't pay immediately, there'll be a warrant put out for your arrest. So they want you to be fearful. They want you to act immediately so you don't have time to really process. And they're always asking for you to send money in a way that can't be traced. Mm -hmm. So what one thing is very important for older adults to know is government agencies do not call. 
So if there was a problem with the IRS, you would receive a letter. You're not going to receive a phone call. Government agencies are never going to threaten you. They're never going to say that you have to act immediately. A caveat to that is there is what is called spoofing technology. Okay. So these scammers have the capability of changing area codes and telephone numbers. So if you have caller ID, it could come up the IRS or the U.S. Treasury, which is why it's so important to know that these government agencies, the police, do not call. And that is probably what gets them, right? Because it looks like it appears, and sometimes it appears that it's a local area code, too. I've gotten those. Yes, and that is spoofing technology. That is remarkable how that is. Well, I guess it is illegal, but it's hard to trace. They can't... It is very hard to trace. Again, these scammers have incredible computer skills. Um, They're often using... uh, say, a computer to send out thousands of robocalls. They use burn phones. Um, They use fake names. Um, So it is very difficult to track people down who are targeting um, not just older adults, but young people, too. Yeah, yeah. If they only applied that effort to a a legitimate job, right? Absolutely. They would be very successful. They would be very (laughs) successful. You are correct. Um, Okay, so now let's move on to, I thought it was pretty alarming, the cost each year. Absolutely. It's it's an incredible amount of money um, in the the billions. Yes. Um, And it's not always reported um, because people are embarrassed. Ah, Especially if, say, it's a romance scam. Um, Which means what? The romance scam with social media, Facebook, Uh all of the single sites. Um, Older adults, believe it or not, are a a, a target for that. Um, Individuals will post fake pictures, fake profiles. Um, They will automatically say that they're in love with this person. And and this person may be a widower, lonely, isolated. So then the individual starts asking for money um, because they want to come and visit or they're in out of the country and they're having some kind of a health issue. And so this person really, it's, it's their heart, um, the, mm-hmm. those emotions and that under those circumstances, oftentimes individuals really are embarrassed and they don't want to tell their adult children. They also don't want their adult children to think that they can't handle their own finances. Uh, true. So, and and when we were we were beginning to talk, I was saying that they use these hooks. So so fear is of course one. Mm-hmm. Um, our love for family, friends, and and this romance. Um, there another scam that we see all the time is the grandparent scam, um, where an individual will call claiming to be a grandchild who's either hurt or in trouble, and and they they beg the person not to tell their mom and dad, um, and ask them to send money immediately, or they're going to spend the weekend in jail, or they have to pay the hospital bill. So so not only are they using the fear tactic, so they have this this grandparent who is fearful for their grandchild. 
they have this the incredible love, of course, for their grandchild. The scammers keeping them isolated by not telling them not to speak with anybody mm-hmm. and, and telling them that they have to act immediately. Um, and again, what they, they do is they ask you to do a money transfer, um, Western Union. That is, that's a huge red that's flag. That's a red flag right there. It's a okay. red flag. Um, if they're asking you to send cash. And then the two others are green dot cards and, believe it or not, iTunes cards. Oh. So green dot cards are they're prepaid debit cards. They're legal. You can buy them anywhere. But these scammers will say, we'll go to CVS or Walmart, buy a package of green dot cards, go to the service desk, put on the $500 bail, and then they ask for the number on the back of that card. The minute that number is given, that money is gone. And and really, it is not able to be traced. Um, Now they're using iTunes cards. And I spoke to iTunes, and and they basically said, consider that cash. Um, So they, again, they asked them to put put money on this iTunes card, and, and then they're utilizing those. Do they do research? On the individual to find out, okay, this person has just been widowed or this person has a family, or do they just call everybody with the same story and hope that they their story matches up? Both, actually. Okay. Um, but what they do is they troll social media. Uh-huh. So even if the older adult doesn't have a Facebook or a Twitter account, believe me, our young people do. So they may post a picture of themselves at their grandparents' camp. Or they may post a picture of grandma's dog so they know the name of the dog. Um, And they get that personal information and use it. Um, My recommendation is make that phone call. Call that grandchild. Call their parents. Yeah. Okay. So what are some other scams that we should be watching out for? So there are the sweepstakes and lottery scams. Those are always... um, a a popular scam, you get a phone call or a letter or something on the computer that says you're the big winner. You've won $2.5 million and a Mercedes. Um, They often will use the name Mega Millions or uh, Publishers Clearinghouse. Um, What they do in the, the way that you know that this is a scam is, number one, Foreign lotteries are illegal. So if they say it's a Nigerian or a Jamaican lottery, you know that that's that's not legitimate. Um, Number two, if you haven't played, you can't win. And I suggest please don't play because you are (laughs) you're really not going to win. But then they say that you need to pay international fees and taxes up front. And that is that is your red flag. You automatically know that is a scam. You do not have to pay international fees. Um, you do not have to pay taxes up front. You never have to pay money to win money or purchase items to win money. What they're doing now is, again, we're talking about how crafty they are, is they're actually sending letters um, and it may say Publishers Clearinghouse and have their emblem. But now what they're doing is they're enclosing a check. These checks look incredibly real. Mm-hmm. So they may send a check for $10,000 and say, go ahead, cash this check, keep $2,000 for yourself, 
Start living your your good life. Send us back the eight thousand in cash or Western Union, however they ask for it back. Well, that check is going to bounce, even if the money is available within three days. It could still bounce in three weeks. Oh, and wow. you are responsible for every bit of that money. And people aren't aware of that. They think, well, they gave the bank gave me the money, so it's mine. No, that's not it's the case. It's too good to be true. Nobody's going to send you a ten thousand dollar check. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Do they get their money back? Or it's oh, we too- certainly try. Okay. So if if they're sending money out of the country, the chances of getting your money back is incredibly slim. Mm. If it's a local scam, so say a contractor scam. A alleged contractor comes to your door and says, you, you know, I can do some work on your chimney or I can fix your gutters for you. Um, that's a local individual. And we're going to get the police involved and we're going to do everything that we can to have that person arrested and to get restitution. How often do those scams happen here in Rochester, the local scams? All the time. Really? All the time. That's heartbreaking. Um, It certainly is. And mostly uh, preying on the elderly? They prey on older adults who are older, they're lonely, they're isolated. So what happens is this contractor will come and and have coffee with them, will bring them donuts, maybe will even bring them to the store. I mean, this we've had contractors who have been involved with people for years, the whole time taking their money. Or they're doing alleged work in the cellar and the older adult can't go in the cellar. So nothing's ever getting done. And they continue to take money. They continue to take money. I recommend if you need a contractor, contact the Better Contractors Bureau. Get three quotes. Never pay up front or in cash. Um, If you're writing a check, write the check to the company, not to an individual. Well, what if the individual owns the company? It should still be made out to the company. Always the company name. It should be made out to the company. Um, We also have a lot of utility scams where individuals will go to the person's house and ask to look at their utility bill. Well, that has their personal information on it. So I can't stress enough, number one, personal safety. Don't let strangers in your home. Uh, Number two, don't ever show them personal information of any kind. And and many times what is happening is they're, they're scoping out your house. Do you live alone? Do you seem lonely and isolated? Um, Is there a dog? Um, With cell phones, if you you think about cell phone cameras, say the checkbook is on the kitchen table, how easy it would be for somebody to take a picture of of that checkbook or your credit card. Um, So so being very cautious about not letting individuals in your home. Wow. If we have any questions, we can always just reach out to you at any time. Absolutely. Um, I have folks call me with questions if they receive something in the mail, um, if they received a phone call. Um, absolutely. And and in, in regards to the, my presentations, I will go all over the state to do presentations. Um, the one-on-one work is the 11 counties. Um, but, but getting the information out there. Information mm-hmm. is power. Um, yeah. knowing those those red flags to look for. 
Lita King from Lifespan, uh, Scam Prevention Coordinator at Lifespan. We ran out of time, and I feel like we still have so much more to cover. So if you would be willing to come back in in a a future um, show. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. In the meantime, reach out to Lifespan if you need any assistance, and do not be embarrassed by it. They're these are very crafty people, they like you said. They are. They know um, how to get through. So thank you so much, Lita, for everything that you do. You're very welcome. Thank you.